past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Hello and welcome to The Career Confidant and we're glad to have you here today. And we are going to be talking about how to <laughs> AIFI your business, if you will. So that's where we're headed today. Recording in progress. So we are going to be talking about how to use AI to improve your business and not just AI, but automation in general and process development. Now, here's the problem with this is that it's very tempting to just fly right into automation or using AI in your business. But then what we get is systems that don't work, processes that are broken, technology we paid for that we're not using. I don't resemble that remark at all. Uh, we have all of these things that we get to try to make it better, but the unsexy work that needs to be done is really figuring out what are your processes? What do you actually do on a regular basis in your work? So I'm gonna use career coaching, resume writing as an example, but this is really true no matter what you do, whether you're an employee and you're working at someone's company or you run your own business, if you want to get faster and better at what you do, the first thing you have to do is create processes, understand what it is that you actually do. Now, this is, as I said, the thing that is not sexy in our work. It's not the thing that we, we want to be talking about, perhaps. But when we don't do this, we can't actually improve because we don't know what we're doing on a regular basis. And um, I, I live with people that work at companies, and we know that it's the documentation that makes it easier to do something over and over again. But that documentation is usually what is lacking or people not going back to look at the documentation that already exists. When you're in a business, it may not hurt you as much because you don't get paid based on whether or not you produce results in a lot of jobs. But when you're in an entrepreneur in your own business, you'll find fairly quickly that you're wasting time. You're not achieving the results with clients. They're not achieving the results you want them to achieve or you're not getting that repeat business and it's because you're not you don't have the processes that you can consistently execute whether you automate them or not and that is keeping you back from being able to achieve what you want to achieve in your business or in your job now we've he heard a lot of people losing their jobs recently a lot of layoffs happening right now and will being better at your job stop that not necessarily unfortunately but it can make you better at what you do, therefore maybe make you a little lower on the list for that layoff. But it also can just make you better at talking about what you do so that if you are laid off, you can more quickly find something new because you can communicate what you do, the value that it adds, and that you have some specific processes for what you do that add value to what you do. So this is the challenge for us is to think about what do we do on a daily basis? 
And I recommend doing something like this about every six months. You don't want to do it every day all the time because it's it, it's too much. It gets in the way of actually achieving the goals. However, if it's been a really long time since you sat down and did this, here's an idea. So again, we're going to use the example of a career coach or a resume writer, and this fits for almost every entrepreneur. In your business, you'll have to think about what is the you know, what's the process look like? The first process for an entrepreneur is lead generation. What does your lead generation process look like? And what do you do on a regular basis? If you have some results or lack of results to go along with those, then you can track and see what's working and what's not. This is very challenging for marketing departments in every business and, and for entrepreneurs, because a lot of times we want to say, you know, oh, no one purchased from that Thing, so it didn't matter. It's always a little bit more complex than that. We can draw some direct correlations, but some it's going to be, you know, being visible, for instance, on social media or whatever. Can you quantify the results? Maybe not all the time. The more you can, the better you're actually doing on social media. But if you can't quantify those results, you want to think about what does that process look like? How am I connecting the dots from visibility to actually, you know, having people connect with me so I can help them. And if I'm not connecting those dots very well, then I want to rethink how I'm doing social media. I see a lot of people, especially career coaches, posting, you know, such great things on LinkedIn, but it's not connected to how someone would work with you or why they would work with you. And so it's kind of leading for both people. It's, it's wasted effort for the business owner, because although you're putting out great information. If no one knows where to take it next, they're not going to come and get help from you. And it's actually also not great for the job seeker or, you know, career, career climber or whoever you target because they get this information, but information is a dime a dozen. And that's going to be even more true now that people can create AI content. If you're not giving people some real steps they can take on their own or some steps they can take with you, something that specifically says, this is how you implement this information. You don't have to give them all the details, of course, but that doesn't tell them why they need you. If you're just giving them generic information about giving thanks or having gratitude, what does that have to do with their career, with their leadership, with the results they're trying to achieve. If you're not connecting those dots, the reader's not really getting any value of it, and they're never going to connect with you about it because you haven't told them why it matters, why they should care, and how it applies to what you can help them do. That lead generation piece, we have a lot of different facets from social media activity to lead uh, magnets. And there's a billion different ways you can do lead magnets from quizzes to webinars to uh, PDF download and all the things in between. What is your process and what does it look like when someone makes that connection to have a conversation with you, whether that's through your quiz or webinar or takeaway, or whether it's through an actual one-on-one -on -one consultation. When I talk to a lot of uh, career coaches and resume writers, they really only have what I call a one-hit wonder. So they've got posting on LinkedIn and they want to drive people to a one-to-one -one call. That's all they've got. And so if you're not reading on LinkedIn and you don't want to do a 30-minute or 15-minute call as your way to learn more, you're going to move on and find someone else that does other things. You don't want to be 
trying to execute too many options. So you do want two or three options for people to get to know you, whether that's your webinar, your newsletter, a download that they can download something so that if they are not wanting to do a one-on-one -on -one call with you, because that's a lot, that's a lot for a lot of people. If they don't want to do that, what other ways do they have to getting to know you? And LinkedIn content cannot be the only way because they're seeing one out of every nine of your posts, even if they hit the little bell because it doesn't work, they are not seeing every one of your posts. So if you're posting even every day, they're only seeing your posts maybe every other week. And that's if, if they come to LinkedIn frequently, which more than two thirds of LinkedIn users don't go there more than once a week. So, or once a month, actually, the data is once a month. You're, in, you're expecting content to drive this engine without an engine. You're expecting content to move you forward without an engine. It's a, it's a car without an engine. If you're not doing something else that helps people take that next step. So that's the first one hit wonder that we want to get rid of in your business and lead magnet. I'm going to do a one hit wonder session tomorrow on my live stream. So if you're interested in that, go over to the Career Thought Leaders LinkedIn page or the Career Thought Leaders YouTube. And I'm going to go through those one hit wonders in a little bit more detail. Today, we're talking about process. And what you're doing is you're thinking, what is my lead generation process and how am I managing it? If you're employed in, in a company, you want to think about that as your network. What does your networking strategy look like? And yes, even though you have a job, you want to have a long-term, sustainable, every day, every week process for networking. Or when you do get laid off, it will take you that much longer to find a job. So have a process to maintain your communications, maintain your relationships on a regular basis, just like a business owner does with their marketing. Only for you, it's that network. Who in your company, who in your industry, who in the circles that you want to run in needs to know you and how are you making sure that they know you through consistent communications. That's this first process that you want to think about in your work. It's not exactly your everyday work, but very important for your career if you're thinking about having a longevity in your career and obviously thinking about having longevity in your business, that first piece of lead generation, what does that look like? What happens when someone downloads your thing or whatever, those automated messages that may they might get or manually doing those messages first is great because then you see what these messages look like and how they come across as you're, as you're putting them out there. So it's okay not to automate it first, but you do wanna document and come up with processes that really serve your needs so that you can continually improve them, but also be able to use them in your work. So I've got a great tool that I love. <laughs> it captures your processes simply by capturing your screen. So there's no screenshots and then writing out the, the directions. It takes a screenshot, it writes the directions, it has the little hover circle over the, the places that you're clicking. It is awesome and it's free. So if you wanna go there and get that tool, go to careertl.com. That's my little short link there, careertl.com backslash scribe tool, S-C-R-I-B-E-T-O-O-L. So careertl dot com backslash scribe tool, this free tool that will take your screen captures and, and capture processes for you so that you don't have to do it step by step by step. 
figure out what it is, figure what you're going to do, and then be able to execute that process for lead generation or networking on a consistent basis. That's the first step. Now, if you are a career services provider and you want to think about how you can get more AI to help you, especially in your lead generation and your marketing, we're having a session called the Smart Marketers Playbook on the 13th of December. It'll also be available as a recording and it's careertl.com backslash marketing playbook. So career careertl.com backslash marketing playbook. You can join us for that session. You actually get a bonus session that walks you through creating your offer. And then how do you drive people to that offer is what we're going to talk about in the smart marketing playbook. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the other areas where you want to think about your processes. If you want to have more repeatable processes, improve your efficiency, help more people, do your job better, whatever your goal is. Let's talk about how you can do that through automation. And we'll come back in just a few minutes. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Hi, and welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we're talking about how you can automate and AIFI your business. But first, we've been talking about making sure you get those processes down. 
So if it's lead generation and you're going to use a social media posting tool or you're going to use an email drip system, you first have to know where you're going to post, how often, what's that going to look like, because that will inform your choice of tools. There's a million tools out there for, let's say, social media marketing. And if you don't know what platforms you want to use, how many times you want to post, what types of posts are really important to you, you won't know which tool to use. So we love Vista Social. We've been using Vista Social for a while. It was on AppSumo. Uh, I don't know if it's still there, but the thing with uh, Vista Social was that you could post document posts to LinkedIn, which you couldn't do at the time, at least with Social Bee, which was the tool we were using before. But on Vista Social, if you post a very similar post to Twitter, it doesn't even post it. And Social, Social Bee didn't have that issue. So what's most important to you, right? What do you need, really need for your business? You're not gonna be able to choose a tool if you don't have your processes down you don't know what you want to do. And I like actually to do things manually a little bit first so that you know where you're going. For instance, if you want to send out an email chain, how often, what's it look like, what's it sound like, is it going to go through, all of those questions you can answer if you do it uh, um, manually or semi-manually first before you turn on that automation. See what the responses are, see what the open rates are, see if it works before you turn it on automated. Now, moving into kind of the onboarding process, and if, um, remember I'm using the coaching here as a, um, as a case study, but the same thing happens if you're in a job. What are the processes that you use when someone first gives you a task? What do you do with that task? How do you make sure it gets done, gets on the calendar, whatever it is that you need to do? Now for entrepreneurs, when you're onboarding someone, this is that place where they go, ooh, I'm gonna get all this juicy stuff. And sometimes we think, oh, I don't wanna bombard them. And that's important to think about. But I've seen that if you give people some real juicy tools at the very beginning, you give them access to something, you, you spell out what the benefits are when they first start, then they're more likely to jump in, to use those benefits, to feel good about it right away and want to keep moving forward. So if I'm working one-on-one -on -one with a client, for instance, as soon as they pay that invoice, it's very important, especially for small businesses. We don't have a collections department, so I'm not doing until I get paid. I mean, I always say that the pizza delivery person doesn't even hand you the pizza until they get paid, right? If you're doing cash, which we don't do very often anymore. But you know, it's that idea that we don't have leverage. So don't do work for the for clients until you you get paid. And if you're out there and you're thinking about buying coaching services and you say, oh, you know, I'm not going to pay up front, I could get scammed. There's a lot of other things that you can do to protect yourself. Don't expect that small business owner to take on that risk for themselves because their small business owner keeps their costs down. You're not paying uh, big company outplacement rates and they don't have a collections department. So they need to make sure they get paid before they do work for you. You can work out a payment plan. You can use tons of uh, services that are automated now to do that. So this is expected in the industry. Then once, as soon as they did that, we want them to get this big, fun welcome package. Whatever the services that you're aiming towards, I would send them the worksheets that we were going to work through towards their career decision-making or even interviewing. These are the processes that we give to coaches in our training program so that right away you could be sending something to that new client 
that they can start thinking, they can start working through whatever their style is. And I'd always tell people, you don't necessarily need to fill out all these worksheets, but it gives you an idea of what we're going to cover, the types of questions I'll be asking in our first session, and what you want to be thinking about before we get started. And uh, it's the opposite of overwhelming them. You actually get them excited. Now they know what to expect when they're coming to your first session. They're more likely to show up more likely to be excited, and perhaps even refer their friends before you start in on that first session. So any kind of service business that you might do, and even a product business, I see people do this really great with product businesses, where that thing might take a little while to ship, but they've sent me an email welcoming me. They've sent me an email giving me more detail about the, the product and what I can do with it when it gets here. They're getting you excited. They're keeping that momentum not just from the, you know, the sale, but hey, I really care about you. I want you to have success. And so I'm going to spell it out for you that this is where we're headed. That onboarding process, break it down. What happens first? What happens next? What's the welcome packet look like? What do the welcome sequence emails sound like? When are you delivering whatever you need to deliver in terms of a contract or an invoice? How does all of that go so that it's clean, it's easy, and it, it makes it a wow experience for people when they first start. Now, I understand that this is overwhelming. We've got 12 different classes that we teach at Career Thought Leaders, and we've been trying to get everything all automated so that as soon as someone buys, they get that email, they find out, hey, this is how you can access it. And they're not sitting around waiting thinking, did I just waste my money? And this person has disappeared. And I've bought a lot of programs recently trying to increase our AI and, and understand how to implement that in our business. And I'll tell you the ones that send you the constant emails that you might think are overwhelming that actually is very calming because I know that I can get support. I know that these people are there. I know they're going to back up their product versus the ones where I buy something and the people legit disappear, except for to continue to send me the marketing messages for the thing I already bought, <laughs> which is eh, not so great. So thinking about how you're going to manage that flow in your business is important. Once you've got the flow down, then you can think about how you're going to automate it. What systems might you use to be able to bring someone on quickly, have a client portal where they can tap in, have the invoice you know, go straight to the scheduling system. There are so many great tools that could help you do that. You aren't going to be able to choose until you have the systems in place in terms of what you want. It's okay to start manual, especially if you're just getting going probably don't have a huge amount of things going on anyways, which is fine. Do that manually with the idea that you're going to automate it and what will that look like. Start tracking the processes, start writing it down wherever you write stuff down, whether that's a Word document or I like to use Google Docs. Google Docs is nicer. Something you can share with someone that you will bring in to help you later because these are also things that someone else could help you with in the future. You need to use that scribe tool to figure out what you're doing, capture it, share it with people. Uh, just creating a process for my Rotary Club because I also am Rotary and they get people to RSVP to lunch so that we can buy people's lunches, et cetera. And creating a short video, putting it in the scribe tool so that they can get the, the PDF as well. If you're helping people figure out, you know, how to do something in LinkedIn, the scribe tool capture it for you. Yeah, you can create a video, but you can also create the PDF step-by-step -step at the same time. So I love that. 
create it for yourself, then you can share it with others, then you don't have to be doing everything in your business. And that's going to help you serve more clients with better outcomes for less time of your time. And, you know, but that's going to pay someone else to help you. You can do that once you've got the leverage of having clients. And then once you have the processes to be able to share that on, start manual, you have more clients, you get more referrals because you're consistently executing. Now you've got the processes captured and perfected so that someone else can start doing it for you. And that onboarding piece is really important for doing that. Um, we were doing a boot camp and we gave away the client welcome package that Venice Johnson has created as she served her coaching clients. And people love it, right? It's created in Canva. It's a nice welcome packet you can adjust to serve for yourself. Um, and if you're interested in that business boot camp, um, we will be doing that at the end of December, actually just right after we do our playbook session. Um, and so I'll pull that up. I'll see if I can find you that link if you're interested in the process bootcamp. It's really about getting your processes down so that you can share them with people. Um, you could share them with a team, but also you can share them with your uh, with your clients and be able to get better results. So that was a little bit longer URL, CTR, CTL, ctlrwa.thrivecart.com backslash optimize operations 23. So if you're interested in that, it, it's going to walk you through your processes. You can do it on your own. Just pick something. Every day, I'm going to sit down and write out this process. Every day, I'm going to sit down and write out that process. You can do it as you're executing it. There's nothing wrong with that too, but make sure that you're putting it in the same place together so that you can go back to it later and perfect it and execute it based on what you said, because then you'll see the, the gaps. Um, still finding them all the time in my business where it's like, oh, okay, we could add this to the process document. It makes it clear, makes it easier for someone else to help me execute it, makes it clear, makes it easier for you to execute it. One of my all-time favorite kind of sayings is if you want to get ahead, it's really about executing the things that everyone knows they should do, but they don't execute. Just like we tell job seekers that only 10% of people send a thank you note. It's not because they don't know how. It's not because they you know, don't know they should. It's simply because the majority of us forget to execute. We're scared to execute. We have fears. We have insecurities that stop us from doing it. If you can just simply execute the things you know you should do, you'd be worlds ahead of everyone else. The problem is that it's not simple <laughs> because we have all of the stories we tell ourselves about what's going to happen, all of the vulnerabilities that come up when we do certain things and procrastination and perhaps maybe even lack of accountability. No one's going to know if we don't capture that process, but you will because then you'll have to do it, recreate the wheel over and over and over again. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, talk about capturing some more processes and using AI in your business. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. 
You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Say It Skillfully is my radio show about being who you are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. I'll help you find the right words to tackle any challenging conversation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you're part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. You'll learn how to achieve success on your terms and be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in your life. Check out SayItSkillfully.com for practical resources, including my 90-second videos, real-life examples showing you how to speak up skillfully. I invite you to call in with your questions. Join me live every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. And no, I'm cheering for you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned in to the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. now back to the career confidant so you might be thinking so how could ai play into this and this is a few of the use cases that AI is really helpful for, especially generative AI. When you think about writing out a process, ask generative AI to write out a process for whatever you're thinking about. What would a good customer onboarding process be for a career coach? And you'd be surprised at what it tells you, the things that you might have forgotten, the things you do, and then it might not have some some items that you would want to include, but that's helpful too, because you can add those to it. So thinking about creating processes, you can write generative, you can ask generative AI to do some of that for you. Obviously, generative AI is good at writing emails. There's actually some research that just came through my uh, inbox yesterday that people prefer generative AI-created content over human-created content if they don't know that it's one or the other. And I thought that's very interesting. Now, if you want it to be effective, you've got to have the strategy behind it. So it's not just going and asking generative AI to write a five-email sequence for you. You'll get very generic output. But if you have your offer and you really understand that offer, the benefits, the challenges it solves for your clients, which AI can help you identify all that too. But if you have that down and you can put that all in, 
you'll get really good content for those the for those outputs. Um, I bought into a system called Bucket.io years ago from Ryan Levack. He's a marketing expert. And he's created his own flow where it asks you questions and then generative AI that has been trained on his system, his process, then answers those questions for you and creates an email flow, a process flow for an email delivery. But you can use generative AI to do very similar thing if you are very specific in what are you offering, what are the benefits, who's the audience, and then what do you want kind of each email to do? What's the flow? And the great part is it will give you ideas. It will get you started. You don't want to copy and paste that word for word. You do want to think, how might I plug in my brand? How will I plug in my voice and make sure that it, it weaves in here? There are tools that, that you can use to build that in. But if you're just getting started, I'd recommend similar to starting manually before you automate, I'd recommend just starting with the free tools. Bard is really good. Um, and even the free version of ChatGPT 3.5 does a pretty good job of writing those emails. Four is, is better, but I think Bard is kind of comparable. So I try the free versions, see what you get, try plugging in the information to both systems, see what kind of output you get, because then you can use the best of the best as you put together whatever it is that you're doing. But it can be a great research tool. Who is this audience? What are their challenges? Those types of questions can also be what I call a junior writer. So if you put in the right information, just like if you're going to hire someone to write a book for you, you have to have a really detailed outline before you can do that. You're doing the same thing in ChatGPT. You're putting that very detailed information in so that when it writes for you, it's accounting for that. And then you're going to have to edit it because that's the piece on the back end when you're the writer, right? It's the junior writer, you're the writer. So those are two use cases that are just great <clears throat> for generative AI. Now, there's other AI tools that can help you analyze data, track your emails, send it at the best time for your open rates. There's AI tools that can do the same thing for LinkedIn. You gotta be a little bit careful with that. You wanna make sure it's not gonna get you in trouble with LinkedIn. With those plugins, do your research and see what those are. But when you have the data to say, okay, this is my best time to post, or this is my best time to send an email, this is the, the ones that get the most open rates. AI can help you do that research and anal analysis, depending on which tool you use and how much you're wanting to invest, because most of those tools are going to cost money for you to do that investment. Now, if you track the data yourself, you can put it into something like ChatGPT and ask it to analyze it. That's just a lot of work, but it might be worth it if you're interested in doing that instead of paying for uh, a system. Now, when you're thinking about automation, AI tools, you're always looking for what is really important to my business. For instance, investing in a tool that clips videos, a few tools that I love that will clip videos from long to short, that's not going to be important for you if you're not doing video or if you're just getting started with video, then you just want to start with shorts then record shorts and you wouldn't have to clip anything, right? If you've got a lot of webinar content sitting around or you go live every Tuesday like I do on the Career Thought Leaders LinkedIn and YouTube pages, then having a system like that that can clip the videos for you, help you repurpose that content 
it's invaluable. It's, it's well worth the investment, but you don't want to buy something necessarily aspirational. So if you've never done anything at, at all ever in your business, you probably don't want to go buy a tool that's going to do it until you actually experiment with if it's going to work for you or not. So there's all these tools that they will create a course for you using AI, or they'll create a, you know, create something for you, create a lead gen using AI. I would start by at least once doing it somewhat more manually. You create a tiny course more manually. How are you going to sell it? How are you going to put it out there? How are you going to attract people to it? All of those things before you go buy an AI tool that will create a course for you. But now you've spent money without having a process for delivery. The process is where the money is. It's not sexy. It's not, you know, it's not something you think about. But if you don't have the process, the sexiest tool is not going to make it better for you. Um, even if it will do it for you, it's not going to do it's not going to do it all for you. That's, I think, the myth, the AI myth is that if I get this tool, it'll do it for me, but it only do one step for you. It won't generate the audience. It won't sell the thing. It won't promote it. It won't, you, you, it just can't do all the steps for you. So having those down first before you decide to automate or to use AI to do something is important. Now, when you're talking about like delivering services to your client, you want to sit down and you want to think about each service package that you offer. And what does it look like when someone gets started in that service? What are the steps throughout that service? And what are your touch points? So this is one of the things that Venice was really talking about for the boot camp, is those touch points throughout your service. And we implemented them in one of our courses recently, which where after every session, there was a quick evaluation that went out. And it gives people that opportunity to give feedback, gives them an opportunity to stay connected, gives you an opportunity to hear if there's something that's not right before you're way off course three sessions into the system. Make sure you're giving people a way to connect after each session. Also want to give some process around right before each session. So we had people saying, oh, my coaching clients are canceling at the last minute. Well, I'm sending the 24-hour reminder. Well, what, what does that say? Is it just, you know, hey, we have a meeting in 24 hours? Because that's, um, you know, sure. But if you tell them, this is what we did in our last session. This is what you want to be thinking about for this session. And this, you know, you could pretty much automate the same coaching questions for each person after specific sessions. When you're thinking about what, what have you accomplished? What are your roadblocks? What, what gaps do you see? What obstacles have you come across? Because then they're thinking and they're ready and they see the value of coming back to your session. They go, oh yeah, I remember when I go, <laughs> I get to talk through my roadblocks. I get to talk through those things. I get to problem solve. When there's nothing that tells them why they should come, even though you're sending the reminder, it's just kind of going in one ear and out the other. So thinking about, you're, you're a coach or you're a writer or whatever you do with clients, what value are they going to get from that next session? And how can you capture that in statements, but also in questions, because that makes the person engage when you ask questions. Start with what and how. So those questions get people thinking, and then they come into your session better able to get the value, 
but also they come in because they've already been primed to remember the value of what that session will bring. And you might think, well, they were just here a week ago. Why do I have to remind them of the value? But we do because it's uncomfortable. It's challenging. It, we don't necessarily want to face those obstacles. Remind them of their goal. Remind them of why they're there. It might even be something you could put into an automation, right? Every time there's those blanks that can fill in and people just use the name as the blank, but there's so much more you could do if you've got a system that you can plug in the individualized content, you could take the person's goal for your work together, put it in a spot, and now you've got that automated message, but it's also personalized because every time it's pulling that individual's goals from their entry in your in your database it's plugging that into the the email so it's taken something that's automated but made it personalized because you take the time to do that so i can send you a message and and it says you know hey marie i'm excited for us to keep working towards your goal of getting a job in x or getting your promotion you put that little phrase in each person's profile and you can create an automated email that will pull that phrase in, remind them of their goal, remind them of what you're working on, and then ask them some of those more generic but still powerful coaching questions that they'll want to be thinking about before they come into your next session. Now you've wrapped your arms around them and it's not this transactional thing while it's also still not taking your time writing individual emails, doing individual exer exercise, which prevents you from best serving your clients, from best serving the, the number of clients that you might want to serve. So thinking about that process delivery and what that looks like. All right, we're going to take a short break when we come back, talk a little bit about offboarding, generating referrals, how do you actually get more referrals in your business? And then one of the other, I'll do a sneak preview of one of the other um, one hit wonders that show up in businesses that you want to avoid. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Are you a business owner, 1099 contractor, part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on finding certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. 
Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And I am excited to be talking about processes, talking about AI, talking about automation. When it comes right down to it, if you don't have a good strategy, and if you don't have processes, these tools cannot be as powerful as they could be. Now, they can help you develop the processes. They can help you develop the strategy, but you've got to start there first. So on the marketing side of things, who's your audience? What do they care about? What are their challenges? What are their gaps? How does your product fill that those gaps? AI can help you with a lot of that. But if you don't have that background, if you don't have that underpinning, when you go to start creating content and videos and all the things AI can do, it won't matter. No amount of content is going to matter if you're not speaking to their needs, speaking to their challenges, and connecting it back to how you can help them. You might have tons of followers, tons of likes, whatever, but if no one's converting into clients, it doesn't matter. And we see this, we hear stories about it, you know, but it comes down to if you're not connecting your business to their problem as the solution in every single post. And I know that sounds like, oh, why would someone want to read what I write if I'm connecting it all the time? That's exactly why they want to read it. Otherwise, it's just great information without any actionable way to go. So yes, you can give them tips on this is what you should do. And the next step would be to download this or attend this webinar or read this blog with more information, or it doesn't always have to be the sales pitch, but this is the number one, one hit wonder that I see hurting people's business is that the only way to do business with you is to buy one product. This is particularly true in the career coaching and resume writing businesses where if you want to do business with me as a resume writer, your only way to do that is to pay me for a resume. Now that could be usually the average. I know some people don't get this, but the average is $600 for a resume in the U.S. Why? Because if you're really working with a resume writer, they're going to spend at least an hour gathering your information, asking you questions, getting the stories that aren't on your resume already. I mean, that's the whole point, right? New content is what causes the differentiation. They're going to write for four to eight hours, depending on the level of of your career. So now they've got at least five hours invested in that project. So $600, independent business owner, they got to pay all their own way. They got to make money for the time they're not making money. It's pretty normal that they're going to make more than $100 an hour as an independent writer, designer, uh, coach, any of those things. So you're looking at that process as a high-touch service, which is great. And if that's the only thing someone can do with you, it prevents you from capturing business. And it particularly prevents you from being able to pivot when there's a downturn in the economy. 
because now people aren't sure about that $600 resume. And it's not that they wouldn't invest in it, but they can't go from zero to 600. You're asking them to go from zero to 600. What are the other ways that they could get to know you, get some value, have some of their questions answered along the way? And some of these things could be free, but some of them could be what they call a low cost offer. Now, you don't necessarily have to sell your low-cost offer. That's one way to do it, and it works pretty well. I've seen people with $7 memberships that have hundreds of thousands of members because a low-cost offer can work if you package it right. Or it could be what I call a downsell. Well, I don't call it that. Marketing people call it that. But if I'm on the phone with you and you're interested in that $600 resume, but you're just not quite ready for whatever reason, instead of just cutting you loose and saying, when you're ready, come back, which is what we've kind of been taught to do, I could say, well, I've got this resource, this short class, this workbook, this, and I know our industry really doesn't love this, but this coaching session that you could purchase. And what happens then is that the person gets help isn't that our main goal? They get some movement and they learn a little bit more about you and the value that you offer. And they're not any less likely to buy that $600 resume because they bought your workbook, your course, your membership, or your coaching session, whatever it might be that you decide you want to offer as that downsell. So there's multiple ways to market it. There's multiple ways to structure your business and all of them are successful. I see all of them succeed. It's just you choose what process you want to execute and you start executing it. What I do want you to avoid is the one hit wonder that I've got one way to bring you in through that whatever free consultation or people have fancy names for it. And I've got one product, which is my coaching package or my resume. And if you don't buy that, we're done. It's not very helpful. It's not very, it doesn't feel very good to us or to the client. And it's actually perhaps causing some stunt in your business, especially as things pivot. So I've heard resume writers saying, oh, AI is taking my business. No, we're just not doing a good job of communicating why you would go to a resume writer instead of using AI. Someone was going to use ChatGPT to write their resume. They were never going to be a $600 resume client anyways because they were looking for the DIY solution. There's nothing wrong with that. Create a guide that teaches them how to use AI to write their resume better. Please, <laughs> please do that. Um, because they're going out there, they just have an AI write it from, from scratch or putting in a little bit of information and getting what I call generic junk or commodity content instead of a good, strong resume. And you don't need a tool to be able to see those resumes from a million miles away when ChatGPT has generated them. So create that guide, but guess what? The real people that were gonna hire you before, they might try it and then go, ugh, doesn't tell my story, doesn't say who I am, doesn't have that strategy, that connection I was just talking about in terms of our marketing to the audience, what they care about, what's important to them and how we are the solution to it. AI can't do that for people unless they are really adept at using it and if they were, they probably wouldn't need a resume writer anyway. So it's all about how we position our solution and how we offer an opportunity for people to come in and get to know us at different price points and to also make sure our marketing 
is diversifying the way people can learn about us and you know get comfortable with us that we've got at least a few ways they can do that and then we've got two or three offers not necessarily out there on your website that's up to you but that when you're talking to someone and you're talking about that offer you have some other options for them if that's not a good fit right now you don't have to try to solve their, all their problems. You don't have to try to offer something at every price point. I would encourage you to think about two or three different ways that you could solve their problem so that you're not losing people out your funnel, if you want, just because you don't have an option. They're already coming in. They're already interested, even if, especially if they're already having that one-on-one -on -one conversation with you, they are a great lead, right? And so you want to make sure that you nurture that and have them as part of your community in whatever way that looks like for you, whether it's a free group or an email list or whatever, but then you also have some other options for them to do business with you. So we're going to be going through some more of those one hit wonders tomorrow. Uh, and all of those are available on our YouTube channel. You just go to the live tab, go to December 5th, if you are listening to this later, and you'll see the, the one hit wonders session that we're going to do tomorrow on our, on our live on our live session. I'm really excited because for the next couple of weeks, we'll have some of the speakers for our 2024 Career Thought Leaders Professional Development Symposium coming in to share some of their knowledge with you. So our, our symposium's coming in April, but as we kind of ramp up and ramp up our marketing, you get the benefit of hearing some knowledge drops from these very experienced career services providers and marketers and business folks that are going to come in and share. So tune in next week and for the next couple of weeks as we bring in those speakers and start getting some of their knowledge as we move towards that 2024 symposium. We will see you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.